This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. The weekend is here. It's time to go fishing. But where? We'll find out some tips from Jason Rylander next, and we'll congratulate him on a very, very difficult accomplishment that he and his son pulled off at the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. We'll talk about it all next. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The afternoon sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go on fishing for Bunyan Country. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, today it's time to check back in with Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service and Promotions. Jason Rylander, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Kev. Good to talk to you again. Well, I gotta, I gotta give you props. Uh, you pulled something off at the United Way Fishing Tournament that I don't think a lot of people thought was possible, but you did it. I'll even let you tell the whole story of your double, oh. double victory. Yeah, we we. My boy and I snuck out, uh, snuck out a, I guess you could call it a win in both walleye and bass. We had the, uh, best of the worst stringer in both, both sides and got that, uh, hard times award from, from Mitch down at hard times. Was, uh, we were happy. We had a mission and we successfully completed it. And for those who don't know, that meant you had to have a full stringer of bass and a full stringer of walleye and it had to be the, Lowest uh, weighed full stringer. Yep, and you did yep. it. And we uh, we pulled off the perfect <laughs> perfect deal. We got five fourteen well fourteen inch walleyes that you round up to fourteen and a quarter, and four fourteen inch bass that rounded up to fourteen or, or five fourteen and five of each species. Yeah. And uh, yep, we got them in that little slot of fourteen to fourteen and a quarter, and that was our mission, and we accomplished it. Well, I tell you what, I don't know that a lot of people could pull that off. Uh, what was your secret? Um, lots of bait. <laughs> we used lots of bait because we caught we caught a lot of fish that weren't the right size. But we, uh, I mean, I just had a had a, one lake. I figured I could get fourteen inch bass on and lucked out because I'm not much of a bass fisherman. But turns out you just rig some. Rig some minnows and uh, leeches through the weeds, and you can catch lots of bass <laughs> on the right lake. <laughs> yes, you can. Well, I got to tell you, um, the United Way f- uh, Fishing Tournament, uh, Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, is a great cause, of course. Um, we've been on the committee the last couple of years, and um, I would just encourage people to look seriously at it next year. It's kind of a unique uh, fishing tournament, and it's got kind of its own quirks and stuff, but. It's about as laid back as a fishing tournament gets, and all the money goes to a really, really important uh, a couple of uh, organizations, a couple of uh, chapters of United Way. Absolutely. I mean, great great way to introduce yourself if you've never fished a tournament before or, or introduce your kids into kind of the tournament aspect because 
get up and get out out there early if you want or do like Rivers and I did on that Saturday. We slept in because we woke up. I looked outside and I'm like, it's raining. Oh, <laughs> said, do you want to get wet? And my boy said, nope. And I said, me either. Let's go back to bed. So we, we, I think we, I think we wet a line about the crack at 10 a.m. on that first day. Yeah. And that's the nice thing because there's no, no worries. We had the rest of the day to fish. We, we did. We fished from 10 a.m. We ended up fishing until dark, which has been a long enough day. But then, you know, we got up early Sunday morning and got after it too. You, You've got plenty of time. If you want to take a lunch break in the middle of the day, if you want to not start early, if you want to quit early, it's a, it is very laid back and a fun way to get a little competitive and, and see how you can do against some of the other sticks in the area. Yeah, and of course you can fish where you want to fish uh, as long as it's got a public access on it. I think there are six counties to choose from, so there's a lot of water. There's a lot of water. You don't have to go far from home if you don't want to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's one thing we tried to do, I think, I don't know if I got much more than 15 miles from my house for the tournament. <laughs> nice. So it, was, uh, it was fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And, and the best part is it's a heck of a good fundraiser for the United Way uh, of the Bemidji area and, and now Brainerd Lakes area, too. We've added them this year. And, you know, you get to go fishing and your money's going to supporting a good cause. I mean... And yeah. an organization you might donate a little bit of money to anyway. Why not donate in the in the form of an entry fee and uh, go fishing? Yes, I think for those who who aren't completely aware of what the United Way does, what they do is they uh, they basically send a bunch of really smart people from the their communities out to look at a bunch of nonprofit organizations that that are applying for grants and need some assistance. And these smart people determine which ones, you know, it, it, all or whatever. And and so basically you get almost like I would call it a uh, a um, mutual fund of important yep. nonprofits. And uh, in the United Way, you give your money to the United Way, they distribute it to those, and you can be very – you can rest assured it's going to causes that are important, causes that are needed, and causes that are responsible. Absolutely. And, and in our community, desperately needed causes and mm-hmm. – you know, you you donate five hundred dollars to United Way, and it's going to twenty uh, twenty plus organizations, the Backpack Buddy Program, all those different programs that the United Way is working, and and your your money gets spread out instead of you know if you wanted to, to donate to some of these places, you're, you're cutting a check for a hundred dollars to here and fifty dollars to there and a hundred dollars to there. We're here, you know. You can make one lump donation to the United Way and know your money is going to go to get spread out and go to a, a bunch of different great organizations, nonprofits in the in the local community that are helping helping our community out. Well, uh, in general, how's the fishing been in Paul Bunyan Country these days? Fishing's still been pretty dang good, and I mean it's been a Kind of a strange summer. Usually you see that end of July, it kind of starts to taper off in August. It gets to be tough, but boy, if you keep your ear to the ground and keep a pulse on the bites, you can get out and catch a fish right now. Kind of, I'm here at a, I'm catching fish and I'm hearing a good bite on lakes that I'm, that I'm not fishing. So it's, uh, it's it's been a good summer. It's a good time to go fishing. I don't know if this heat we're going to see here the next few days is is never fun, but uh, 
if you're if you're out and about this weekend and you want to go wet a line, you sure be able to catch a fish. Well, and we have not had uh, a particularly hot summer this year by any stretch. Um, curious as to whether you think that that has anything to do with it. I, I mean, what you know, we had that like water temps got warm really fast in June, and then almost t- kind of tapered off and went down in July. And we were, I was just talking with a bunch of fishing nut buddies. We think the bite was better the end of July than it was the first part of July. Hmm. And I think that was maybe just water temps rose a little quick there, kind of got a little goofy, and then stabilized. And, yeah, the month of July was just a, which is just a great bite to, to the end and, and now even to the first part of August. We are heading into the weekend. Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service and Promotions has the insight. We'll continue with Jason next. Hey, I'm Jason Rylander, the Jason that can grow a beard like a grown-up. And this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Get away and experience Bemidji's great outdoors. Discover the first city on the Mississippi with the whole family. And enjoy unique lodging, encouraging hospitality, and great adventures in a pristine Northwoods setting. With over 400 lakes for fishing, more than 160 miles of bike trail, and amazing campsites, Bemidji is a unique destination to create lasting memories. Go to visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points step further. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. We're talking fishing with Jason Rylander. Well, one of the things I, you know, I've told a lot of guys, and I probably mentioned it to you in the past too. Uh, what I've found with uh, anglers getting smarter all the time, and with social media and the ability to learn so much online now, quickly with better equipment, with you know, front-facing sonar and all of that cool stuff. Um, the dog days are not the dog days of the past. I mean, you can always find a couple, it seems like, even in the worst part of August. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I, there's different tactics. Um, and I'm, I'm always looking for the shallow fish in the weeds, but, you know, you get those fish that time to time are, are popping up on mid-lake structure, and if you've got the right technology you know how to use it, those fish can't hide. There's no... There's no weeds to, to hide on some of those deeper humps that they're they're chasing bait on this time of year. So, you know, trust your electronics, learn how to use them, and and get in, get into some of that that deeper water this time of year. Whether it's a deep weed edge, whether it's a deeper mid lake structure, but yeah, they they have a hard time uh, with the te- today's technology hiding. <laughs> they do, and. And I mean, it's 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 nice from my perspective because it was awful tough to put together fishing shows back in the day when uh, the, the answer was nothing, nothing, and nothing. Um, so, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so there is something out there. I uh, I don't know that you're that you're going to give me your secret spots or anything, but uh, but where should we in general be looking, and what should we have in the boat with us? Oh, jig wraps are always key this time of year to trigger that reaction bite. Um, you know, pitch them out, bringing them back. Um, I'm, I'm still live bait rigging, whether it's, I go on the cheap and just use night crawlers. Or if I save up a few pennies and, and get, get some of those bigger minnows, the bigger minnows are so fun to fish with. I mean, I got, unfortunately I got my two boys kind of addicted. They love fishing with those minnows. Well, mm-hmm. shoot, they're, I feel like every time I go to the bait shop, they're, uh, 
they just get a little more expensive, but uh, I got to get out and teach the boys how to fish for those. But yeah, yeah. the I'm fishing deep weed edges, weed humps, um, deep humps. The fish are kind of everywhere. You look for the bait, and and that's where you're going to find fish too. But uh, deeper humps this time of year still. There's always fish in the weeds. You'll be fishing the weeds right up till ice out. But uh, those are the two main places I'm looking right now for fish. All right. Um, speaking of uh, uh, of colder weather and, and, and getting into it, I mean, obviously the fall bite is a lot of people's favorite, uh, and it uh, certainly gets a lot more active. So what are your kind of your things you look for that indicate to you uh, the fall bite is on and it's going to be fantastic? Well, our, our summer bite really extends into September when I – I've learned the last few years to not get, I mean, a traditional fall bite I've found now is, you know, into, well into October. It seems like, the, you know, you've got to wait till those water temps drop and that lake turns. And once that lake turns, I'm looking for some of the deepest water in the lake and hard bottom. Keen on those areas, go back to a jig and a minnow, a lot of vertical fishing. But I'm also knowing that when I'm fishing deeper water, I'm going to get six bites and I'm going to keep six walleyes because I'm not, I'm not going to be able to let those fish go. Sure. Uh, especially anything, you know, anything over 30 feet is kind of like, I don't like to fish over 30 feet of water for anything. But, mm-hmm. uh, in the fall, if I, if I'm looking for that, for a nice, fresh meal of walleye, I mean, I have no issues. I mean, it's always lake dependent, but shoot, I've gone and done it out on Cass Lake and fished a hundred feet of water and you just drop the jig down and as fast as it gets down there. You're reeling it up on the eater walleye, and you do that six times, and you go in and you go go eat the fish. <laughs> yeah, our mindset turns to fall right right away when September comes in and school kicks in. But uh, fall for fishing is is a little different animal, and it's a little further down the road for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm looking. I'm. I, I guess I consider that fall fishing is once that once that water turns over. I mean. I guess I've always overthought September in some of these tournaments I've fished, like the fish are going to be doing this and that and the other thing. And it's like, you know what, the, pay attention. The water temps are still, you know, probably going to be in the low 70s. Fish aren't going to be doing too terribly much different things than they are now. Um, you know, it's once those water start, water temps start to drop into the to the low 50s, that's when you really start to see, uh, I would say, your fall bite. Anything else going on? I mean, besides uh, the walleyes, uh, anything else you're catching or anything else you're hearing about? Oh, I've been playing around with, with bluegills and crappies a little bit. Um, looking for that cabbage weed, the weed edges, you know, like traditional crappie bite kind of in the evening gets is uh pretty dang good you know you find those weeds they're coming into to feed and and throwing some small jigs and plastics on those and again getting some meals of that with the kids and my favorite fish always and forever will be bluegill so it's always fun to get out and get on a good bluegill bite and feed those up and have a meal with the family you know and they're those bluegills are doing the same thing they're in those they're usually buried in the weeds uh, one nice thing about walleye fishing with a crawler on a 
on a weed edge is, you know, he's usually get uh, plenty of bluegills mixed in and, and a few walleyes mixed in, and then you got a, a real nice meal. You're out on the water a lot, and, and uh, I like to ask the guys out, you know, what's going on. And, I mean, we've got AIS issues, certainly, as we all know about that. Is there anything else out there you're seeing that concerns you as far as fish safety, fish health, anything? Well, I'm, I'm seeing more and more lakes with this uh, starry stonewort. And I guess I've been down on Coronas and, and kind of witnessed what it, there's that one bay down there where that has really taken over. Now I'm interested to see what's going to happen to our lakes in the next few years with that, if that's really going to take off or not, if we've got big enough lakes, more windblown lakes where it's not going to have a chance to establish itself. I mean, it's been in Big Turtle now for how many years, and I guess I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed it yet. Okay, that's that's one of the invasive species things I guess that that concerns me the most. I mean, we've seen what what the uh, the zebes do. They clean up the water. They change the fishing. They change the weed line, and, and you just got to adjust to, adjust your fishing to that. But it seems. It seems to me most of these lakes that got zebra mussels in them, the fishing's gotten better. The quality of fishing's gotten better. So probably a little controversial for yeah. me to get involved in. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I guess I guess that's my observation. I'm just my yeah. concern is that starry stonewort. I want to see what what's going to happen with that in a couple of years with some of these lakes that we've gotten that they found them in recently. Some of them way too close to home for me. Yeah. Yeah, and I just uh, heard a couple more that this year that you know that they found it in yeah. there too. So, before we wrap it up, you have time for a fast five. Absolutely. Okay, here we go, Jason Rylander. Fast five. What's up? Fast five. Question number one: You have been sent to fishing purgatory. This means you can fish every day for all of eternity, but on only one lake. What lake is that going to be? Oh, that's Lake of the Woods. Yeah? Yeah. As long as I get to fish the Canadian side. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll come, I'll, come, I'll come down to Big Traverse every once in a while, but let me go play up on those islands, rocks. And okay. You got musky lake trout, walleye, smallmouth bass. Yeah, I think I, I'd be just fine up there. Sturgeon. So, yep, there's some of them running around, too. Yep, yeah. absolutely. All right, question number two. You have one final meal on planet Earth. What are you eating? Oh, ribeye. That's about 90% of my answers is ribeye. Yep. Let me grill my own steak. <laughs> give, me a, give me a prime-grade ribeye, and I'll cook it myself and eat it. What are you throwing on the side? And what? If it's my if it's my last if if it's my last meal, yeah. there is no side to just make the steak bigger. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. You might as well, <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not wasting my time with any potato being part of my last meal. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number three: Who is your favorite actor? If he's in the movie, you're going to it. Oh. Oh boy. 
That's a tough one. I don't know if I necessarily have one. I mean, there's actors that I like. Yeah. Will Ferrell makes me laugh. I feel like he hasn't made movies in a while. Zach Galifianakis. I used to like him until everybody brings him up when they see me. Like, you remind me of that guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just have to go with Will Ferrell. He makes me laugh. Okay. I get, I, I get, his comedy hits me in the right spot, I guess. All right. Well, you know what? You you should uh, you should have your Zach. You should have your own show between two pine trees. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. All right. We talked about a podcast at one point, and it was something like that. So. I, between between the bait buckets, I can't remember what we were going to call it or something. Yeah. All right. I didn't want to I didn't want to compete with you, so we didn't do it. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Question number four. I don't think I've ever asked you this one before. Vikings or Packers? Oh, well, that's easy. Vikings. Thank you. Thank you for not making me be mad at you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not from Wisconsin. (laughs) You know what? I know a lot of Packer fans who have not been from Wisconsin either. It ticks me off. Well, they just gave up. They just... They took the easy road and like, oh, we'll cheer for the Packers. They won a Super Bowl. They're not... Yeah, they're That's not right. glutton for punishment like us Vikings fans. <laughs> yes, we have stronger stomachs. All right, <laughs> question number five. We're getting into the uh, time of year. We start thinking hunting, duck thieving, or rabbit thieving. Are you on Team Bugs or Team Daffy? Uh, how about grouse? Is that an <laughs> option? <laughs> if- if you want to, is uh, you know, I'm just talking about the cartoon characters. But if you know of a famous, oh. cigar- <laughs> <laughs> I thought even if I duck hunted or rabbit hunted, I'm no. like, well, that's weird. I've never hunted rabbits, and I haven't tried to duck in a long time. What a weird question. No, I know. Um, but but the answer is Daffy Duck, unquestionably one of the funniest yeah. cartoon characters ever. Right. Yes. All right. I I love your uh, I love your great taste. Well, thank you. Well, listen. If uh, if you want, if people want to go fishing with you and talk cartoon characters, uh, Vikings, Packers, uh, lakes to fish for all eternity, or whatever you guys happen to come up with, how can they get uh, booked with you? Well, they can find us at northcountryguides.com. dot com. Get a hold of Matt and or I, and uh, feel free to give me a shout two one eight seven six six seven seven eight one and. We'll try to get you booked or at least point you in the right direction. If you're looking for a bite, I'm usually an open book. So, All right. Uh, despite the fact that he is the absolute worst angler in two categories for the United Way Fishing Tournament, he really does know how to catch fish. He's Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. Great to have you on the show, race. Jason, thank you very much. Yeah. Yep, I'm a great loser. Thanks, Kev. F-I-S-H-I-I-N-P-O-P-O-N-I-N-C-O-N-T-R-Y.